Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, let's get real here. The Conservatives are going to get absolutely battered in the next election. That's Damien Egan there winning the by-election in Kingswood in Gloucestershire, turning a 11,220-vote Conservative majority into a 2,500-vote Labour majority. Oof, ouk, I, eh, aye, yai, ouch, ok. Well, yes, I have Googled ouch in various European languages. What of it? And I do hereby declare that Genevieve Victoria Kitchen, also known as Jen Kitchen, of the Labour Party, is duly elected. And that's Jen Kitchen turning an 18,500 Tory majority in Wellingborough in Northamptonshire into a 6,500 vote Labour majority. Now look, the Tories can thrash around trying to spin this one. Believe you me, as we'll see, they've tried. Bless their little country-destroying cotton socks. But there is no going back for them after that. Not a chance. In Kingswood, there was a 17.5-point swing in Labour's favour. And in Wellingborough, it was a 28.5-point swing. Now, Wellingborough there, that's the second-highest swing from Tory to the Labour Party in a by-election since World War II. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse, believe you me. How could it get worse, you cry? Well, there's a small matter of the Reform Party. That's the artist formerly known as the Brexit Party. Brexit, Brexit, whatever. Brexit Party. They got a substantial vote in both constituencies, but frankly, if they weren't standing, that wouldn't have saved the Tories. Not least because you can't presume right-wing voters who are fed up with the Conservatives will plump for Rishi Sunak if reform weren't standing. That's not going to happen. So it's clear from the pronouncements, too, of the Reform Party. They're in no mood to strike a deal with the Conservatives. In fact, they're determined to wage total war on the Tories to destroy them forever, as far as I can tell. That means they will inflict substantial damage on the Tories at an election, but they're also going to force the Tories to try and double down on right-wing policies to stem the leaking. The problem there is most of the country don't like those right-wing policies, and things like blaming immigrants for all the ills in the world, it's just not chic anymore. So the Tories can try and be more right-wing, and then they can piss off a lot of the voters they need, or they can try and be less right-wing, and then they'll lose more voters to the Reform Party. Or to use the phraseology of political science, apologies for the jargon here, but the Tories have had a right old mare. Now, if we want to get the scale of the Tory mess officially confirmed by the big dabio of sophology, if I can pronounce that right, that is the quantitative analysis of elections and balloting, Let's listen to Sir John Curtis. That they confirm that the Conservatives are still in deep, deep electoral trouble. Uh, the 21-point drop in their support in Kingswood is in line with the 19-20-point drop that they're currently suffering in the opinion polls. The 37-38-point to 38 point drop in Wellingborough is actually the biggest tour loss the Conservatives have ever managed to suffer in a post-war by-election. Now, it may well be that the circumstances surrounding Peter Bone's downfall and his replacement by his partner perhaps added to the party's woes in Wellingborough, but there is no gainsaying the fact that this morning we are still looking at a government 
that at the moment is staring defeat in the face of the next generation. That's pretty succinct, but I think we can sum it up with more brevity as buggered. Now, let's have a little listen from Rishi Sunak, who has spent the night chewing over his impending electoral annihilation. Well, midterm by-elections are always difficult for incumbent governments, and the circumstances of these by-elections were, of course, particularly challenging. Now, I think if you look at the results, very low turnout, and it shows that we've got work to do to show people that we are delivering on their priorities, and that's what I'm absolutely determined to do, but also shows that there isn't a huge amount of enthusiasm for the alternative in Keir Starmer and the Labour Party, and that's because they don't have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, you can't deliver real change. And when the general election comes, that's the message I'll be making to the country. Country. stick with our plan because it is starting to deliver the change that the country wants and needs. Few things here. He says midterm by-elections are always difficult for incumbent governments. True to a degree, though difficult is a pretty positive spin for being absolutely smashed into tiny little pieces. But in any case, it's not midterm. This is an election year. The latest that can be a general election is January 2025. And given intruding on people's Christmases with an election campaign, probably won't help his already apocalyptic electoral prospects. I'm guessing this will be done and dusted by the end of the year. He'll be cooked by then. True, the turnout is low, but turnout is always low in by-elections. That's just a by-election thing. He's right, there isn't a huge amount of enthusiasm for Labour, but I'm not really sure that helps his case. In fact, that's more damning for the Tories. There is no Starmer mania sweeping the country, to say the least. So that just shows how much the vast majority of the, Tor of, of the country just want the Conservatives out on their ears. So these results are not being driven by any enthusiasm for the alternative, which I'll come on to, granted. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewellery, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But by how much everyone is just desperate to kick the Tories out. Now, he says Labour don't have a plan. Sure, totally true. Labour have no clear vision for the country. They just junked their flagship £28 billion green transition fund. But when he says his election message will be stick with our plan, because it's starting to deliver the change the country wants and needs. I mean, that's what, that's what he's talking about. Well... I don't know, going in hard on your plan, starting to deliver the change the country wants and needs the week it's announced the UK is officially in recession. I'm not sure about that. I mean, do you know what's actually funny about this? In the absence of offering hope, the Tories' big offer is trying to make people really angry about immigration. That's their big default red button. Yet economic experts and statisticians have pointed out the figures on the economy would have been even worse if it wasn't for high levels of immigration. They've quite literally been saved by migrants from an even worse economic situation. Now, since the Tories have been in power, Britain has been trapped in a doom loop of stagnant growth and living standards. You want to hear that flash, fleshed out? 
in primary colours. Our economy is nearly a quarter below its free pre-financial crash trend, as in a quarter of what it would have been if that trend continued. The equivalent of £23,000 per household. That is absolutely catastrophic. Now, the financial crash in 2008 may seem like a world away. It was, but we never, ever recovered from it. Why? A combination of the Tories' policy, of course, of austerity, of slash and burn cuts rather than investment, and an economic model which, frankly, has not been producing meaningful growth and sustainable rises in living standards since Thatcherism tore apart an economic settlement of state intervention, public ownership, high taxes for the rich, strong unions, and all the rest. Now, I know all of those things have been demonised, but facts are facts. We not only had better growth in those days, it was much better distributed. Now we've got a country which is basically kept together with bits of string. A housing crisis which deprives so many of secure, affordable housing, from the lack of council housing to an unregulated rip-off private rented sector to soaring mortgages. The NHS, well, it's basically on life support, let alone its patients. The public realm in general, public services, infrastructure, falling apart. And in some cases, I mean that really quite literally. The worst grease in living standards in modern history, not an exaggeration, it's a literal description of where we're at. Nothing really works anymore. We could go on. So finally, where does that leave us? Well, it'd be easy, I'm sure, for me to just ride the wave and get out my pom-pom balls and mindlessly just cheer on the inevitable and indeed imminent arrival of the Sir Keir Starmer era. But my truth, my truth, my job is to tell the truth, the truth as I see it, which is all anyone can really do if they're operating in good faith. Now, I saw this tweet by Mike Gates, a former Labour MP who defected to Change UK in those heady days of 2019. Remember Change UK? A party best known for a pretty rubbish logo and lots of its candidates being done over for deeply problematic tweets before it all fell apart in a very tragic fashion. What did he tweet? Let's just have a little shifty this. He says, looks like a good by-election night for Starmer and Labour. Trots and tankies for the Tories will be furious. Well, a few things here. I mean, it's probably a little rich to accuse others of being assets for the Tories when you played a pivotal role in helping to tank Labour when the only viable option was Boris Johnson. Just saying, not to be bitter, it is what it is. But to be honest, if I was committed to a political project and it was on the way up, the reason I'd be cheerful would be, woo, transformative policies I believe in have a chance of being implemented. We can have a better society, couldn't we? A different society, we can make people's lives better. We could take on injustice and exploitation, just imagine what we could achieve together. Rather than Aha, an excuse for vengeance against my internal factual opponents. But you see, that's the thing. Labour isn't offering any transformative policies. So all that can fill the vacuum is, aha, take that, people who believe in taxing the rich, investing in our shattered services, public ownership of our utilities, getting rid of student debt, not supporting genocide. Your dreams will never be realised. Nothing much will change. Ha ha ha. How do you like them apples? Well, that's why, in truth, my overall view obviously is a little bit, eh. Because, I mean, I can't help but rejoice at watching the Tories getting wrecked because I really do actually loathe Toryism. I think it's a wicked political creed. I think it's a cancer. I think it's all the poisonous, truly poisonous parts of British society stitched together and then called a political party. It's wrecked lives. It lives on cruelty. It exists to represent the interests of the already far too rich and privileged and then just invents ways to coax people outside of those gilded circles to vote for them, which normally means encouraging hatred of other people who are struggling. Not for me, I'll love it with you. But Labour aren't going to, for example, raise taxes on the well-to-do or in order to invest in those decrepit public services. They're sticking to the Tories' fiscal rules. They said, as an example, they'll keep a benefit cap which plunges hundreds of thousands of children into poverty while not reintroducing a cap on bankers' bonuses. 
Those bankers, of course, who tipped this country into catastrophe, a catastrophe we never recovered from. That alone sums up their commitment to standing by the rich and screwing over the poor, much like the situation we have today. They trashed their big signature policy, the Green Investment uh, Transition Fund, not only undoing a proper commitment to tackling the climate emergency, but abandoning their one big real policy on growth. They've cheered on Israel's war crimes against the Palestinian people, giving the Tories political cover to continue Britain's murderous complicity there. So under the Labour government, wealth will still be sucked into the pockets of a tiny elite. The poor will still struggle. Britain will still be one big playground for the rich. Private renters will still see their pay packets being swallowed up by private landlords. Public services will still struggle. Students will still be clobbered with debt for daring to dream of a university education we all benefit from. Well, I mean, I could go on really, but I don't want to labour the point oh pun there so my own view is embrace the end of Tory rule it's coming it's inevitable but do so on the basis that those of us who believe that our country is wealthy and full of potential as our own will soon be moving into opposition still under a star government we'll have so many battles to fight and I think we better start preparing for them please like subscribe uh, do share the video keep the show on the road on patreon.com listen to us on the podcast I will speak to you soon This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.